Blog Talk Radio.
His influence will continue to be felt for years to come. I have never worked a day in my life. I went from player to coach to a broadcaster, and I am the luckiest guy in the world. All I'm thinking about is beat Michigan. It's Commissioner T. Hopefully uh, you are all able to hear that. I apologize if the audio on that was a bit low. I had to scramble to try to find something usable to uh, – um, lead off today's show with. Um, we had planned to do this show. Uh, I had I had other plans yesterday, and so you know talked about trying to do a show during the day. And uh, today turned out to be the best day for the crew to do the show. So we had we had planned to do the show this afternoon, and um, I'm watching a movie yesterday, and happened to look at my check my phone and I've got like a dozen text messages and you know I find out that John Madden died and I was shaken up a bit I was like whoa uh, didn't see that coming at all so we're going to talk about John Madden for the first part of the show and I'm going to bring on the guys um, to kind of help me with the first unplanned unscripted section of the show. Uh, K-Star, JB, Dr. Train, welcome to, <laughs> kind of weird to say it today, but welcome to the Madden Voice. Yeah, it is, man. Yes, it is. Yep. I'm proud, I'm proud of the show title, though, right? Like, I'm proud of the fact that that's included in our name. The, the Madden Voice is such a fitting name for such a legendary figure, and we love him. Yeah, you know, I went back through the archives of the show, and just as a point of reference, a um, little, little history lesson for you guys, but uh, I started this show as a podcast on another site, and these kids, and I literally mean they were teenagers, reached out to me and said, hey, you know, there's another site out there that you can do your podcast, but it also has call-ins cost a few dollars, but it's really, really good. It's called Blog Talk Radio. And I went and checked it out, and at that time, Blog Talk Radio was in its infancy. And I was like, all right, you know, I did the free trial thing, and it worked out pretty good. So the first 17 shows that we did on this site is EAFLMadden.com radio. <laughs> and because of the EAFL Madden League, that at the time I was overseeing. And then we actually had the, the website, EAFLMadden.com, with all types of stuff on how to join the league. I mean, we were pretty official back, back then. And so that, that, was the, that was the origins of this particular show. And 17 shows in, I said, I don't like the name of the show. I was I had modeled it after the Dallas Cowboys, who has like three or four podcasts, and it's DallasCowboys.com radio. So I was like, okay, EAFLMadden.com radio. But I didn't like it. It just it didn't stick. It didn't it didn't feel right. And so I, you know, and, and you know, I tend to give myself credit for a lot of things that 
that I really didn't do, but, you know, I can do that because he's going to argue with me. But this is something I actually did do. Um, I changed the name of the show to The Mad Voice. And I listened this morning, and audio, I was going to play it, but, you know, it's kind of tough with gadgets to play the audio. But um, So the very first show was show 18, and I explained that to change the name to The Mad Voice because of who we are and what we do. And on that show, which was August 8th of um, – 2008, so we're going back 13 years, uh, I had a special guest who was going to do our fantasy football uh, um, draft, and that special guest was Stop the Train. (laughs) That was his first show that he joined us on, which was the first show that was named The Madden Boys. So, um, (laughs) so it was, was, and we're going back 13 years, and I remember there were many shows, K-Star will tell you, um, throughout the years, there's been many podcasts. Um, I'd like to think we kind of started the whole revolution of Madden podcasts. But I remember we, we one did. of my competitor quotes had said to me, the best thing you ever did was change the show name to the Madden Voice. He's like, nobody could compete with that. You know, you, you, you did a Madden video game. You you did a Madden League, and then you have this distinctive voice, which many have told me over the years, and then you changed it to the Madden voice. And I remember thinking that doing that meant that we really had to bring the show, which is why I started this long soliloquy, to a very high level because we're actually using the name of John Madden. And so for me – it wasn't just to get attention. It wasn't just to get more people to tune in. I'm thinking, okay, we really got to knock this show out of the park because we're using this great man's name, who's we'll talk about in a minute, but everything to the NFL, everything to the video game, everything to broadcasting. And I'm sitting there like, okay, you know, can't, if for some reason John Madden ever hears this show, we can't ever let him down. And when EA Sports emailed me and said, um, are you doing the show for money or is it just a hobby and you're doing it for fun? I said, "Not this is a free show, I'm not charging anybody, just for fun. We said, well, we, they said, well, we, we appreciate that, we respect that, carry on. So they actually allowed us to use the name of the Madden Voice, and we've had that name um, for 13 years. And so – when you hear about John Madden passing, you know, it, it, it for me and I'm sure for you guys and, and maybe even K Star on a on a on a on a separate level level and we'll get to him in a second, it's deep because this is the mantle we carry. And then to have seen his special over the weekend, it's like it's just it's just deep, you know, and so I I um We'll apologize in, in advance for being a bit mushy and a bit sentimental because it's deep. I mean, two of the three co-hosts of mine on this show, I may have never met had it not been for John Madden. Think about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Dr. <laughs> Train and I met playing Madden. K-Star and I met playing Madden. Yep. And if the game had never been yeah. – had never been – or if the game had not been that good to his standards of excellence, would it have been such a fad where all of us were playing in tournaments and this and that, where 
decided to create a league and met, you know, someone I still to this day consider a very good friend, although we've never met. He's still one of my brothers, Dr. Train, and K-Star, who I have met at a couple of tournaments, but I haven't seen in years. I may have never even met these guys if it wasn't for John Madden. Now, think about how many people around the world that can tell this story about being introduced or connected to someone somehow because of the game or something directly or indirectly because of John Madden. I can go on and on, but I want to give you guys all a chance. I I want to start with K-Star because we always talk about the Madden game. We always talk about, you know, when, when we used to do I think we've been doing this long enough where I kind of chopped the uh, intros, but for years, you know, I always talk about Dr. Shane, the PCE, and I always talk about, you know, um, uh, you know, the voice of reason, JB, and I always talk about Madden Nation champion. I mean, how many people have been on TV playing Madden? Okay, not not me, not Train, not JB, K-Star has. How many people have traveled to tournaments and won? Not me, not JB, not K-Star. I mean, not um, Train, K-Star has. So K-Star has played this game named Madden on the highest level. K-Star, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing it to you because having been so involved in the Madden community, I'm curious how this, how this impacted you and, and, and just your thoughts on the legend, John Madden. Yes, I mean, me greatly. John Madden is, for one, you know, he's like a childhood memory, and, and he's passed, right? And he's a legend, you know? And for my own behalf and what Madden meant to me, I mean, and for a lot of people, he opened the door to the video game, which, again, like you said, brought a lot of people together. But for me, it gave me opportunity, uh, personally, to meet and experience things that I would never have experienced in my life if it weren't for Madden and uh, the standard he set for his product, his game. And then, you know, for eventually having his own TV show and a Madden Nation bus. So think about that. The Madden Nation bus, it was literally modeled after John Madden's bus, right? John Madden was known for not traveling through airplane, but traveling through his Madden bus. And being on that Madden Nation bus was one of the coolest, if not the coolest experience of my life. Um, it was special. And the relationships I've, I've developed over the years through John Madden has been special and um, I'm happy that, you know, I played his his game at a really high level and was honored to grace his bus and his show and, and be a part of that as well. And so it, it hit me personally on a lot of levels, but man, um, just from a childhood perspective, we all, everyone grew up on Madden. You know, he's just, not even just Madden players, but like just people and football and everywhere else. Everyone has strong affinity for John Madden in one form or another. And for me, um, it's mostly tied to the video game um, because of opportunities it gave me that I'll forever cherish. And, and I hope that, you know, um, John and, and John Madden enjoyed the series and moreover, just that he, I know he loved the game. Hey, T real quick. You saw our, what RG posted, right? That was awesome. Uh, he shared RG also okay. from, yeah, yeah, yeah RG also from the same season that I was on. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm actually I'm saving that, so don't blow don't blow me up. But I'm actually okay. going to read some of our Maddenisms, Madden quotes, um, in a minute. So yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. 
Yeah, and Archie was on that show with me, and um, again, that God opened up his opportunity to actually meet him, and you'll get to that. But uh, I love John Madden. John Madden. No one loved football more than John Madden. I think we've all known that. Even if you didn't know much about John Madden, you heard about John Madden's backstory, and people heard his voice. Man, that was like the best commentator ever. He was funny. I was watching some highlights earlier this morning, and uh, what a great just man he was. And um, love you, John Madden. Rest in peace. A, a case star, quick, very quick RG story. My first tournament yeah. ever that I went, I went up to RG and I said, and RG is short for Ryan Glick. For those of you, you know, Madden people know him as RG. Um, but his real name is Ryan Glick. Great, great guy. And I went up to him and oh, I shook yeah. his hand and I said, good, great to meet you. And he goes, yeah, good to meet you too. And I said, do you know who I am? And he looked at me and goes, yeah, you're the Madden voice. You know, that's how he knew me. <laughs> This was years and years ago. I love that. Anyway. I love that. <laughs> I yeah. am too. Um, Dr. Train, um, your, your thoughts on John Madden taking anywhere you want to take it? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and, well, first, first, I'll just, I'll just uh, say I, I watched the episode where they, they, they picked up K-Star from the crib and he put on that coach jersey, <laughs> off on that bus. <laughs> So, so it was it was actually pretty cool when we started this show, and T was like, "Yeah, the third person is going to be K Star from the West." I was like, "Holy shit, I watched that!" I was like, "It's dope." <laughs> so, so that was that was actually pretty cool. I guess the 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 memory I will more or less bring up for, for me personally is uh man first just first learning how to play Madden man I I started on PS2 and. Um, T, the reason why <laughs> the reason why I learned to run the ball so well, man, it's because I used numbers, bro. <laughs> I would simply run the ball to the side where you had less people to make the tackle. <laughs> it wasn't. I said honestly, <laughs> and I started doing that when I was playing. Like I think I was an oh, maybe like when did it first hit the PS2? Was it oh two? Or the Madden 2000. I want to say it was 2000. I think actually it's 01 with Eddie George. Was Maybe it that was 2000. Yeah, I want to say it's 01. I'm not, you know what? It might I, think, I think it was Eddie George on the cover. Yeah. Okay. And so when I started playing, I mean, um, especially having a, a strong love for, for, for NFL at the time, you know, NFL at the time, man, I just I just say, hey, if, he, if, if I got – Four blockers, and he got three people to tackle him running to the side. And that's how I learned how to play the game. I was not crazy about passing the ball <laughs> at all. <laughs> it, took, it took too much energy. It was so easy to just hand it off. But I just know uh, I enjoy this game. I enjoy even the commentary on the game. <laughs> they, they rolled in everything about Madden uh, into that game. And then just his, just his effect on – the real live sport itself uh, has been has, has just there's really not a whole lot of whole lot of words for words for it, man. Um, but I seeing what has happened, you know, seeing it passed on Tuesday, it's, it really is good to know that we have this show named. Uh, the Madden voice, and even now it kind of makes me, you know, as we move forward, like, all right, 
hey, let's make sure we, we do good when we come on this thing. Let's <laughs> just make sure we, we represent this man well because, you know, you talk about somebody that had an effect on the sport. I mean, absolutely. Okay. Thank you for that. And last but most definitely not least, JB, thought, take it anywhere you want to take it. Uh, several directions <clears throat> to go on this one just because of the, the impacts overall. So I guess I'll start off with the love of football definitely um, was enhanced by being able to just listen to them, do the color commentary and broadcast, play-by-play, all that good stuff with, with um, Pat Summerall. But I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, it, it's funny, T, that you talk about how the, the game brings together different forms of life and whatnot. I'll never forget being in college, traveling in a blizzard two miles to um, go hang out with one of my boys to do what? Guess what? Play Madden. Uh, it, it just it, it it brings folks together that have a commonality, and you build friendships off of that. We're we're all living proof of that right here. Um, I think the, probably one of the biggest things, and, and T, you can relate to this, is that every Sunday we knew where Dad was going to be, knew what he was going to be watching. So to be downstairs with him and and listen to him chuckle every time, man, would do one and boom, and raps and all that, and he started leaning back, laughing and everything. Those are the kinds of things you don't think about until something like this comes up. I thought about that a bit when, when we lost our dad. I thought about it even more so uh, yesterday at 7, 7.17. I saw it come up on ESPN and, and I almost fell off the couch. I ain't going to lie. But it just it brought back really good memories of being able to watch the game that we all on this show love and being able to watch it with, with our, our own hero, you know, our dad. Um, so – I thank him for being a coach. I thank him for being a broadcaster. And I thank him for his contributions because this game would be nowhere where it is today if it weren't for John Madden. From coast to coast, country to country, worldwide, he took the game that we love to a whole nother level. And I don't think we'll ever see that again. So, Coach, we appreciate you. A couple of closing comments on this for me, but you know, I remember playing Madden on the Xbox 360 with the headset and going into the uh, online room. And I have to thank my old friend, Sean Taylor, who's probably not listening, but Sean really made all this possible because I was already playing Madden, as many of us were. And Sean, and this was PS2 days, and Sean said, have you ever played online? And I'm like, no. He's like, bro, if you think you're good, you should go online and play. And for those of you who may remember the PS2, you had to actually go get the device that would hook up to the PS2 to go online, hook it to hook it into your your phone line because this was this was uh, <laughs> this was uh, you know old dial-up days, and so you had to go and and get the device. So I went and went to. I don't know, GameStop or one of those one of those old time video game stores and bought the device and hooked everything up and went online and it and it was really like like that someone opened up a whole new world for me. It was amazing. I, I got on the internet and I got on the, the, the different Madden sites and got on the different message boards and 
you know, the rest is history. You know, we created our own message board and, you know, the, the things that we accomplished in a few years that we were involved. But, but I'll never forget one night I'm playing. And I was known for playing pretty late at night at the time. And I got on the game and got into the room and started playing this guy. And, you know, I said, where are you from? And he said, Japan. And I said, Japan? You know, he sounded like me. I'm like, wow. I said, Japan got people over there that speak like me? He goes, yeah, I'm in the military. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And so we had this long talk while we were playing, and he was saying to me how, you know, this is – that there's so much downtime, you know, that this is how he passes his time. He's able to get on the game and go online and play people, random people. And he said, I play people from all around the world. And so it got me excited to start trying to find people. You know, you, you didn't have that ability to kind of just go to another country and find somebody. It was all randomized. But it was exciting to play someone from Japan who turned out he was actually from Texas. He was just in the military. And then the other thing I'll say is um, you know someone is, is a legend when you can literally refer to them by one name, Right. You know, we could name them, you know, Prince and, you know, uh, I don't know, I can't think of it now. Now, of course, I'm drawing a blank because there's, there's tons of examples, but uh, Cher, Madonna, right? And, you know, I heard one of the commentators say, you know, you think about Madden and depending on how old you are, you either remember him as a great coach, you remember him as a great broadcaster, or you remember him as the video game. Now, I'm fortunate. I'm old enough to remember all of it. I remember the Super Bowl that he won, watching him. I was a young young boy, but watching him as a, as a coach. I certainly remember watching him as a commentator because, you know, it was like if you didn't know what game to watch, because there might be a couple of different games on, then you watch the game that John Madden was the announcer because you knew that was going to be a good game, even if your team wasn't playing you knew it was going to be good and you knew it was going to be entertaining. And, of course, you know, we've all talked about the video game. So it, it's just amazing that someone could have such a legendary career and then by all accounts just be an everyday person, just a normal guy. And that, I think, is the thing that impresses me the most is people that met him, you know, they all say the same thing. We've talked to you like, like, like we're talking right now. There were no heirs. There were no, you know, the guy, I don't think he or his family or his family's family or his family's family's family would be able to spend all the money that he'd made. And yet he would talk to you like nothing and generally cared. And, you know, the, the legacy is going on and on. Um, finally, I do want to, I want to read a few of these. Um, so as, as, as uh, K-Star mentioned, his name is Ryan Glick. We all know him in the Madden world as R.G., RG was a Madden player. Um, K Stars, K Stars Madden Nation season, and and years after that, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was saying he's on Madden Nation season four with me. Yeah, he was with K Star. K Star actually had some heavyweights. If you look at the history of the Madden game, and if you look at K Star's season, like there's yeah. there's no there's no ducks. Like they're all monsters. Um, That's crazy. Pretty much everyone monsters so um and then rg later became an official madden commentator with gay sports and doing the the play-by-play 
Um, I've never heard him, but I hear he's pretty good. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll give that. I've never heard him, but he's but good, he yeah. actually not that long ago met John Madden, his hero, and so yesterday posted a few things um, about his conversation with John Madden. I just want to kind of read some of this, um, and it says, "In honor, here are a few of my favorite comments in just the one day with Coach." Ask coaches best advice for up-and-coming commentator, which kind of caught my interest. Uh, be yourself and have fun. Cliche, but realness 100%. I think we do that here on the show. I think we're all ourselves, and we have a lot of fun, so I'm glad that we're carrying on the tradition. When talking to Coach about the competitive Madden scene, one of the first things he was interested about was making sure that the competition was diverse and created opportunities for people from all walks of life. Just a prime example, the type of heart he had, thinking of how his game impacted those who needed most. I was so impressed that this was the first this was the first place his mind went when we started talking Madden Coach Tournament. He confirmed that getting Coach Belichick to return a phone call during football season was near impossible even for him. Um, he clearly loved his family and friends. The way he gathered them all together during Football Sunday was something any family man could only wish to replicate one day. He got a kick out of talking about how competitive Madden had similarities but also key differences compared to NFL ball. Main things that seemed to intrigue him were the shorter quarter length and how there were no injuries. He really liked the no injuries. Also confirmed he would not be punting the ball much if it were, if it were at all in a five-minute quarter game if he was coaching one. Funny because it's an inside joke with Madden players that we really want. That, that I know about. And I sucked, so I pumped it all the time. But anyway, um, told me a QB who looks at the pressure and said the downfield can't be great. When I told him I had that problem when playing his game, he said something on the line of, got to clean that up, Glick, or you'll be working at forever. You'll be working for EA forever. Didn't have the heart to tell him I had no issues doing that, LOL. Um, last but not least, he had an assistant who I think he referred to as Bobby. Funny thing is Coach would shout orders, and whether Bobby was in arm's reach or not, he some, somehow instantly responded every time. Bobby, TV6 on big screen. Two seconds later, big screen was TV6. Funniest one was Coach yells, Bobby, the ice cream, without Bobby anywhere in sight. Don't know, don't know how Bobby did it, but in what felt like not even a minute, all of a sudden Bobby shows up with a wide variety of ice cream for all of us to choose from. I can go on and on to be honest. <laughs> Stories for another time. I will share one more, which I thought was truly amazing. Radio buddy of coaches who was watching games with us came up to coach when he arrived and hands him a letter. He says it is from a respected female in the industry who wanted to who wanted to thank coach because all his old books and classes had such an impact on her life and career. Basically, it was because of coach she understood football. Without looking at the letter, coach smiled and put it in his pocket. Not even 20 minutes later, a female EA coworker who was on the trip comes up to coach and asks him if he has any advice or inspiration for a female trying to make it in the football world. Coach just reaches into his pocket, takes out the letter without even. Okay, so it's not just me. I was like, holy crap. No, it's not just you. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, he got cut off in the middle of the fucking belt, reaching his pocket. Mm. Oh, I'm sure he'll be back on in a minute, but um, 
glad that we're all able to talk about his passing and, and give him the credit that is due. And and I think train before T gets back on. Um, I think you hit it on the head, man. Um, this is his namesake, and um, we we take it seriously. But I think we could be awesome. Step it up or not, just to, just just for him. And, um, mm-hmm. I hundred percent agree with you. Absolutely. Uh, it's funny just just going back on the on the video game itself, man. Like um, one of the things that motivated me to get to get good on the game was just the all Madden level playing against the computer. Yeah. When I first started playing that all man level was no joke, dog. Like, yeah, buddy. You, it seemed like when you passed the ball, yeah, you, pick, you couldn't run, you couldn't do anything. And yeah, man, I, I practiced my. Oh, there he is. I have no idea what happened. You know, I, there's people outside, <laughs> like working on the trees and stuff. I don't know who the hell they are, but it, it seems like cut every your line. Time, I get everybody, somebody in the neighborhood doing something. I, I get a problem every time. Even if, I don't even know who the motherfuckers are. Hey, I I don't know when I got cut, but y'all got the gist of it. I'm not gonna repeat anything. So, um, yep. So, uh, we may touch on John Madden some more before the show's over, but let's um, let's do a little reboot. Start over. You guys still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, here you got a little feedback from somewhere. I don't know who, but yeah, here. Yeah, I think it's damn morons outside. It's a creepy oh, no. All right. I'm going to um, hang up and call back in, but I'm going to restart. Restart. Do the do the intro all over again. So be back in one minute. Here we go. Madden Voice, three, two, one, now. All right, let's see how this works. Hold on, I have no confidence because I got people outside and I've got static on my phone and I'm hearing static right now. Can you do a little sound check? How do I sound, gentlemen? Sound clear? Sound a little better from earlier. Okay. Um... Nothing irritates me more than not being able to sit in my own living room and do this without having to deal with idiots out in the in the neighborhood doing work that interferes with my shit. It ain't like they're doing work for me. It's not my work. I ain't hired no punk asses. You know what I'm saying? You don't sit and don't fuck with my shit. So bullshit if you ask me. All right. Um, so we're back. Re- a little re- I was going to do that anyway kind of a restart. Um, we did a little John Madden love. We may do more, but um, 
let's get to let's get to what we get into. Let's talk about the NFL as we head into week seventeen. Two games left to go and a lot going on in the NFL. I wanna start this week with my Cowboys. I actually sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. This week I wanna start with the Cowboys because I'm a little I'm a little irritated. I'm a little irritated. And I don't know what you guys think, but I'm curious. But I'm a little irritated. I just want to know what it is that the Dallas Cowboys have to do to get the level of respect that they have earned from the so-called experts, right? The so-called pros. I used to play football. I used to coach football. I've been a sports writer for 30 years, right? All these guys get paid all this money. And supposedly no more football than all of us, right? And then I listen to them, and I'm like, really? Really? Because the Dallas Cowboys are 11-4. and four. They're on a four-game winning streak, including three in a row on the road. And then an absolute annihilation, beatdown, molly whopping of the Washington football team. Every question about this team by right now should have been answered. There should be no doubt that this is one of the premier teams in the league. Now, you can debate whether, you know, Green Bay is better than Dallas. Is Kansas City better than Dallas, right? Is Tampa – okay, I get that. There's a group of teams that are clustered together, and depending on, you know, your take on analyzing the season, whether you view all 15 games or the last four or five or – you know, are you looking at injuries, quality wins? Everybody has their own measuring stick. But there is no doubt that after 15 games played, 16 weeks of pro football, that Dallas is in that discussion. They have earned the right to be in that discussion. Yet I watch these shows, and I hear I still don't trust the Dallas team. I hear, well, Trayvon Diggs has a lot of – receptions, but he also gives up a lot of yards. I hear um, Zeke isn't what Zeke used to be. Tony Pollard should get, you know, more carries. I hear Amari Cooper disappears in road games. Like, I hear all this criticism. I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. This team still has a reasonable shot at a number one seed. This team is 11-4 and in a number two seed. They've already sent up the division. They had the division one before the Washington game. This team is ten and one in the NFC conference and five and zero oh in in the NFC East division. Like I can go on and on, and yet someone always has something bad to say, something negative to say. I don't get it. I I don't get it. Now, if you want to say, I don't think they're as good as Green Bay. Fine. If you want to say if they go head up against Green Bay, they're going to lose. I think Tampa would beat them. I think the Rams would beat them. Well, okay, fine. That's an opinion. That's, these, these teams are all on the same level. But the extent of hatred that I hear out there, I don't get it. I don't get what more does this team need to do. So I'm going to start with J.D. being a Cowboy fan. And, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm overreacting. Um, J.D., what do you think? I don't know why you're surprised. It's the Cowboys you're talking about. I mean, they you either love them or you hate them, and you know there's a ton of haters out there, and it's not going to matter. Uh, history history may have a bit to do with it since it's been 25 years since they won the last Super Bowl, and there's always hype that goes into 
the season with the Cowboys year in and year out. But it, it's, it's because they're the Cowboys. I mean, they could be 15-0 and 0 right now. There will be some reasons to think there's kinks in the armor. There would be something to talk about. The point is, though, there's that Cowboys are being talked about, whether good, bad, or indifferent. So that's always a good thing. But I'm not surprised by it one bit because they're always going to look to shoot holes no matter what. I know I heard some folks, yeah, they blew out the the Washington football team, but they were down players and they had COVID and they had the car accident that took the passenger's life and you know, prayers out to them. You hear all types of excuses. But at the end of the day, they are 11-4. They are on a four-game win streak. They are number two with a chance to be number one seed in, in their in their conference. You should give them their just due, but the only, re- the only time they're going to get the just due is when they win the Super Bowl. It's because they're the Cowboys, because of the star on the helmets, because they're America's team. It's because at Texas Stadium they had the, the roof open up so God could stare down at his team. It's all that stuff goes into it. And frankly, talk all you want. As long as those boys go out there and produce the way they did this game on all three levels that you and I have talked about on this show for weeks, offense, defense, special teams, knock all three out, team is hard to beat, and they put it on display on on um, Sunday night. So folks are going to talk. They're going to say what they're going to say just because they're the Cowboys, period. Yeah, it, now I get the point, talk all you want, but my thought is as a fan, if I got to sit here and take it when they get whooped by the Broncos, you know what I mean? I got to sit here and take it. You know, I, I, I just sit here and, you know, and, and hear all the shit when they don't do well. And, you know, no matter what the excuse is, when they don't do well as a fan, I got to sit here and take it. I take it. I take it on the chin. Don't make any excuses, you know. Um, previous season, you know, Romo season, you know, the 8-8 eight and eight seasons they had back-to-back-to-back to back to back and they couldn't close the deal. Like, we have to take all that because they're the Cowboys and, and people will hate the Cowboys. I get all that. But if you're going to dish it out when they suck ass or when they fall short, then be a man, be a woman, be an adult, be a grown-up, and to give them their just due when they come through and, and, and do what they just did. And let's, let's be clear. This was a team two weeks ago that, you know, they, they dominated in the first half but kind of struggled to close the deal out. This was just two weeks ago, and they annihilated them this game. The game was never in doubt, ever. There was never a time where it looked like, uh-oh, we got a game. Nope. They whooped them, and yeah, they should have whooped them, but they did whoop them. Whooped them like they was they 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 was the they daddy. And then I gotta hear crap the next day, but it's only Washington. It's the same Washington team that beat um, Tampa Bay. Okay, so what, what y'all talking about? <laughs> what y'all talking about? So I, I don't get. K Star, you've been known to be a cowboy hater from time to time. Am I am I missing something? <laughs> You're you, you know you, I don't know. You're on the Cowboys all this year though. No, I haven't been hating the Cowboys this year. They've been so I haven't been hating on the Cowboys this year. They've been legit this year for sure. So I mean, I don't understand the hate either, frankly. They have a like top five defense that's playing incredible. They have a top five offense. Like what is there to not like? You know, from a talent perspective, they're elite. I mean, I guess the only shade he can throw, but he can do it with a number of teams is potentially coaching, but like, you know, when he went forty Two to seven. They got forty-two seven to halftime. That really doesn't matter. Hold on. <laughs> so no, I don't really get it. Right? They have uh, one of the best defenses. It's, getting, it's playing better now than it has uh, even earlier in the season. So they're trending in the right direction. Um, and Dak just 
you know, came off his best performance of the year. So, I mean, what's what what's the complaint? I, I don't really get it, you know, from the elite media sports not, complex. Not not to – don't take this the way it might sound. I really don't mean it. You know what I'm getting on you. I'm not about to let it may come out that way. But Kansas City was a 30 nothing on your team, okay? And I look at it like, well, have the Steelers been the Steelers we traditionally know this year? The answer is no, they have not. So, you know, so so was I surprised? A little bit, but I wasn't shocked because your team hasn't been the team that we historically know. Ben is done. We all know that. He's struggling to get through the year, and then he's done, okay? You got, you got you know, Claypool, um, you know, Mark, although he made some great catches in that game, like, holy shit. But, you know, got to get my first down celebration before I hand the ball. You know, you, know, you, got, you, got, you got shit, okay? Um, so while it was a great win for for the Chiefs, I didn't I didn't it didn't surprise me that they did what they did. But not but the Chiefs are not the best team in the NFL, right? The Chiefs, you know, seven eight game winning streak. Mahomes is back, and and, and so the Chiefs go in and mollywop the Steelers. And I don't hear I didn't hear one person on any show say, okay, but. You know, let let's let's hang tight here. It was the Steelers. No, it was. Oh, this is what Patrick Mahomes does, and this is their eighth win in a row, and blah 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 blah. Dallas does it four games in a row, and I got here excuses as to why it was not it was not that impressive. Washington didn't have this, and they're in the third quarterback, and blah or second, whatever. I don't even I don't even know all the issues in Washington. I don't care because no one cared last year when it was Dallas, and we were to our third or fourth quarterback. And Tyron Smith was out for the year, and Lyle Collins was out for the year, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. We, you know, we were missing. No one cared. So, with respect, I don't care. You get on the field, you play who you play, you win, great. You lose, well, move on to the next game. But I, it just, it just, it's just the lack of equity frustrates me. Train, any thoughts? I, I, you know, Train's probably like, I don't give a fuck. But any thoughts, Train? Dude, you know, you, you know what this is all about, man. <laughs> it's it ain't nothing but haterade, bro. It's, if it's any other team in the NFL, nobody would say anything. It, it really, they they really wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, look, 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 look at this team doing really well. No, nah, it's it's haterade. End of the day, man, I'm pulling for you guys, man. I, I like the defense. Uh, want to see the offense be, you know, get off to early starts by more consistent. You guys got a competitive game coming up this week. Just roll with it, man. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. You know, I, I know. Victory I know Monday. <laughs> you know, I look forward to Monday's Victory Monday, and then I got to hear, well, you know, it was only the Washington football team. Oh, fuck. Shut up. Right. Well, can you guys still hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still dealing with these idiots out here that want to fuck with my signal. Um, well, you know, I do want to. How about this cowboy? Yeah, I, I'm proud of my team. It looks good, and now let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Um, and I do want to. I do want to segue into, since I have the mic, the Dat Guy Award. Um, and this was. This was easy, <laughs> and every week it's been easy. But this was really, um, 
the Dak Guy Award goes to the Washington football team, and not for getting their butts kicked. Not at all. And not for the fight on the sidelines. Not that either. It goes to the, whoever the stupid idiot was who said, let's ship our benches to AT&T Stadium to an indoor heated stadium. Who was that moron? What was the point of that? Dallas did that because it was outdoor stadium in the cold weather, and they had heard that the, 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 the heating element on the visiting benches wasn't working properly. So that's why Dallas did it. Now, okay, Jerry took it one step further and had him painted, you know, cowboy decal colors, and hey, I ain't mad at him. Gangsta. But now you're going to do the same thing? Now, how did it work when the Titans danced on Pittsburgh's logo? How did it work when, um, was it the Raiders danced on the Chiefs' logo? I think both teams got mollywhopped. So you're going to send your benches in to enemy territory on an indoor closed stadium where the temperature inside is 77 degrees. No reason to do that other than because you can. Well, the score rep- you know, represented what you could do. <laughs> the score represented what you deserve. So Washington football team, not because you got whooped, and not because you had to fight on the sidelines with the two players, because you were stupid enough to actually send your benches in to an indoor heated stadium. And the score was exactly what you deserved. You get the That Guy Award for the week. I need a little. That don't sound like a Ron Revere move. What's that? That doesn't sound like a Ron Revere move. Meaning that it's. That's a Dan Snyder move. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a deputy dumbass move. <laughs> okay. I'm reading I'm reading text messages that you guys text me. Uh all right. Do you wanna do the pick six now? Yeah, we can roll ahead and do it now. And then I can pop back in. All right. Sweet. I'm all set up. Right. All right. So, uh, week 16, pick six results. Got a lot of games, a lot of good games at that. Uh, uh, but uh, for the week 16 standings themselves, uh, yours truly came out at six and three. Uh, T and K Star tied at five and four, and Little Big Brother J uh, come in at the rear at four and five for the nine games that we picked. For the overall standings, K Star has moved into the number one spot at fifty-eight and forty-two, but only one game ahead of Little Big Brother J and myself. And T is four games out of the top spot at fifty-four and forty-six. So it's still close, and I'm adding a lot more. Games I would have you all know that I started, off, weeks. I started off 0 and 6. I would just remind you of that. Go ahead. Keep the good work, man. You might have a chance to catch up because I added, I added some bonuses, some double bonuses. It'll be an interesting week. So 
uh, for our pick six for week 17. The first game chose was the 11-4 Rams at the 8-7 Ravens. Ravens are still fighting. They have, they have fallen off. They battled injuries, COVID. They've gone for two <laughs> several times and missed. So <laughs> they could easily have they could just as easily have a that ten and five record versus uh eight and seven. Um would anybody like to take the Ravens at home to beat the Rams? I I'll say a couple of things. Uh, mm-hmm. I want the Ravens to win for obvious reasons. If mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson I was able to play, I will pick the Ravens. If no Lamar Jackson, then I will pick the Rams. Okay, so your pick is based on the uh, Lamar Jackson plan. If he plays, I'm going with Lamar. If he doesn't play, then I'm picking the Ravens. I mean the Rams. All right. All right, so I'll just say all in. And then over here, I'll say T4. T for Lamar. T if Lamar. And dang it. I don't think anyone wants the Ravens because they're going to front, bro. I mean, we, you know, we gave everyone that week's paper weeks ago. So. Oh, yeah, that was a brilliant prediction. They haven't had Lamar Jackson as their quarterback since. And they lost two games. That doesn't matter. The defense, the thesis was their offensive line was awful. And their defensive secondary was decimated. And we've seen them get 550 yards from Maduro. We saw them not be able to protect Lamar. Not even be able to protect Huntley, who also got hurt. I mean, it's just. At the end of the game, relax with your bone in front, artist, okay? Two games. It was right. It was correct. It was correct. I'm just saying. It's not right. I don't know, though. They had two games, two games where they could have taken in overtime and see what what would have happened versus going for two points. So that's still a tough team. And their MVP quarterback has been out. I don't give a damn how good the other guy's playing. This guy's an MVP. So, come on, K-Star. Come on. All right, number two. Um, we got the 8-7 and seven Dolphins. Just come off a win against uh, smacking them Saints around uh, at the 10-5 and five Titans. Um, uh, let's go around the room for this one. Uh, K-Star, who do you like? You said the Panthers who? Dolphins at Titans. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I like the Dolphins. They've been playing really well. They're an elite secondary. Really, the Titans only have one person to throw the ball to. But, yeah, I like, I like the Dolphins. T, who you got? I got the Titans. The, the Dolphins streak ends here and now. Um, I got the Titans. And uh, I just want uh, Max to know that I see you out there, Max. Press 1. If you want to jump on, and I'll bring you on after uh, we're finished with the pick six. But I do see you in the uh, – I, I see you. I see you, Max. Okay, so Max is going to join us right after we finish the pick six. Um, to bet. I, I, yeah, but the Titans. All right, Jay, who you got? Yeah, Titans also. Dolphins' last five games, they the two of the five were on the road against the Saints. Didn't have a quarterback against the Jets. Didn't have a quarterback on one. Titans got a quarterback. Got a running game, got a defense. Uh, going with Titans. This makes me nervous. Titans, the Dolphins are 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 getting hot, but 
for right now, man, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the Titans. I am. Um, I like the way they played. They I thought they was gonna lose this past week, but uh, they stepped it up a notch. Okay, we got the eight and seven Raiders at the nine and six Colts. Uh, T, who you with? Man, I'm. You know. Reluctantly, I'm going to go with the Colts. I am still not a Carson Wentz fan. Not. <laughs> He's not playing. He's out. He got, no, I thought they said there was still a chance because they just changed the rules. So there was still a chance he could play. They just lowered that. come out this morning? Yeah, no, maybe. Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. And saying that he's out, but I don't know if that status can change. But right now, as of yesterday, he's out. Okay. Um, all right. I, I'll go, I, I, I mean, definitely if he's out, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Okay. Right, if I change that pick, Shane, I'll just text you. Okay. So you're saying uh, Colts if Wentz plays. Right. Let me just stick with the Raiders. If I change that, I'll stick with the Raiders. Because now they and he's not vaccinated. Even if he's cleared to play, he may still not be himself. So I'm gonna just go Raiders. But if I change my mind, I'll holler at you. Okay, uh, sir. Hey man, I'm still rolling with the Colts. The dark horse team. We right. need to move on. And it sounds like Carson's playing. Okay, uh, Jay. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts too. Um, they're just playing outstanding football right now. Um, I'm very impressed. So, uh, as of right now, yeah, I'm going with the Colts. I need to see who their backup is going to be in case Wentz doesn't play. But for now, you can pencil me in for the Colts. Same here. I do like the do like how the Colts are playing ball, man. And then Jonathan is running. JT is running out of his mind. Okay, we got next. We got the 11-4 Chiefs at the 9-6 Bengals. Uh, anybody taking the Bengals to to get the Chiefs on this? Chiefs are hot. Bengals are hot. Bengals are at home. All right. All in on the Chiefs. Next, definitely interesting game. I almost wish this was Sunday night instead of just the middle day game. But ten and five Cardinals <clears throat> at the eleven point Cowboys. Um, I, I know what the brothers are taking. Uh, however. Uh, is anybody taking the Cardinals to beat the Cowboys in this game? Oh shit! Ain't no hateration on TMB. We are all. That's what I'm talking Cowboys. about, brother. Hell <laughs> no. Cowboys four in a row. Like a library. Cardinals three in a row losses. We know what's going on here. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Getting that ass like tissue. <laughs> Game number six. We got the seven and eight Browns at the seven seven and one Steelers. Anybody give the Browns an opportunity to trump the Steelers as the Steelers still fight for their playoffs? All right, man. I'm about we to find all... me a terrible towel because I hate fucking Baker Mayfield. So I'm all okay. in. I'm gonna get me a terrible towel and spin that shit. Let's go, shit. <laughs> All in on the Steelers here. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. 
that's in the bonus round. These games matter because these teams need to make the playoffs. Here we go. Eight and seven Eagles at the six and nine Washington football team. Anybody going with Washington? Rooting for Damn, Washington, man. but can't pick them. All right, no exactly. picks on Washington. All right. Exactly. Here we go. Seven and eight Falcons. Drowning, but they still fighting. Nine at the nine and six Bills. Bills showed up this week. Anybody picking the Falcons? Fuck no. All right, here we go. This one a little tougher. Seven eight Broncos still got fight against the eight and seven Chargers. Man, who fighting to get in, but they don't look as crisp as they did even at mid year. Anyone taking the Broncos? All right. We are all in on the charges. Opportunities here. Last one in the bonus, man. And they upset this team earlier this year, seven and eight Vikings. Hey, the playoffs hopes are still alive against the twelve and three Packers. Mm. I'm going with the Vikings. And this is not just because I want them to win, but like you said, they took them out once. There's something about the Saints and the Bucks. There's just something about the matchup. I'm going with the Vikings. All right. She's taking the Vikings. Everyone else is taking the Packers. Okay. Okay. The last two last two real quick uh double bonuses. The college playoffs will be playing this weekend as well. Uh Alabama going up against Cincinnati and Michigan going up against Georgia. Real quick. Uh, double bonus one. Uh, all for Alabama. Who's going for Cincinnati? Yeah. Roll Tide. <laughs> all right. Number two. Double, double bonus two. At Georgia. Where are we going? K-Star, real quick. Real quick, oh, brother. Come on. Alabama. Who you got? Alabama. Alabama. No, Michigan and Georgia, boy. Michigan and Georgia. Oh, you said Michigan and Georgia. Yes, man. man. I like, man, I like Michigan up, the upset. I like Michigan with the upset. How they how they took out our house state with impressive. So I think that they uh, I think they get it this year. All right, Michigan. T, who you got? Georgia. J, who you got? Go dogs. All right, and I myself. We'll roll with Michigan. All right, you guys, that's our pick six for the week. Let me uh, let me go ahead and hop on this call, and I will be back with you guys after this, after this long ass commercial break. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. See you in a minute. Bye. Sounds good. All right. Um, we lost Max. He he wanted to come on. I guess maybe we took too long. Well. Okay, if he calls back in, we'll bring him on. If not, we'll keep going. So, um, and Jay, are you are you impressed that I picked Georgia? Are you impressed? You should be impressed. I'm in, I'm impressed. Are you impressed? Yes. Yes. Oh. I said, if he picks Michigan, I quit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, so you know, K Star, I want to talk to you about your Pittsburgh Steelers. I call myself the omniscient one, right? We are the Madden voice, which is a symbol of greatness and excellence. I'm going to tell you how we can fix 
the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay? I'm going to tell you. And as, as some of the kids say, I'm going to tell you, fight me, right? That's the little slogan they do. Fight me, you know, like, you know, in other words, prove me I'm wrong, right? Fight me. I think it's kind of stupid, but it's funny. Um, so I was thinking about this because I feel bad, really, because, you know, we're all cool. We're brothers, right? You know, we, we've been doing this show for a number of years. I mean, I got my real brother on with me. But then you and Train, you know, you guys are like brothers, you know, like frat brothers to me, you know. We've been doing this show a long time. I'll never forget, you know, we played in a tournament, and I was terrible, and you were like, you know, one of the goats, and you showed me pity, right? You didn't, you didn't like, just sit there and, like, whoop me. You were, you were, you were kind to me. <laughs> you, were, you were a good dude about it. You were very cool. And I was like, all right, this guy's all right, you know, because I played Big Gene, and it was a Big Gene. Yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty at all. It was terrible. Um, and I played N.J. Rod, but I beat Rod. But that's another story for another day. But anyway, um, so I like you, K-Star. So I'm going to tell you what it's going to fix your team. I'm going to tell you. Are you ready? K-Star, are you ready? Well, of course I'm ready. I've got to be ready. Like, this is, this is the last fucking game. Let's go. Well, it, 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 it's not going to fix it for this year. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's no. No. Yeah, that's that's no. But y'all don't have to make wholesale changes. You know, you don't have to get rid of your coach. Your coach is great. We know Ben's going to retire. Okay. Um, you've got components in defense. But all you need is one player, and you guys are back to being contenders. And that player is Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's it. You go yep. out and get Russell Wilson. He's done in Seattle. He's done. Okay. They talk about him going to New York. He ain't going to the Giants, okay? He's not going to the Giants. Why? Why would he go to that dysfunctional franchise? But the Steelers? Six Super Bowl rings. One of the greatest coaches to ever coach. Hall of Fame quarterback after Hall of Fame quarterback to, to QB that team. You've got great receivers. You've got an all-world running back. You've got a, a stout defense when healthy. He's got Seattle part two. That's Seattle part two right there. Najee Harris is beast mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got it. Now, y'all may have to – I don't know about your O-line. Y'all may have to do a little something there. But he can scramble and run around and do his little thing. You go get him. Y'all right back in this mix, bro. Tell me, prove me wrong, man. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm, I'm going to listen. We need – here's the thing, right? Like, Hunter Sanger, we need – so, I mean, dream situation, and it's kind of like a pie dream. Frankly, it's acquiring Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't seem like it, right? The cost, the most the most value you can accrue at the cost of getting a franchise quarterback to Russell Wilson right now, right, because he's younger. He's only 32. He's obviously displeased, as is Aaron. But, I mean, what if you pair Russell with Mike Tomlin at this age, you know, it's going to cost you less draft, pick, less draft capital. I'd imagine that the asking price for Rodgers is still going to be pretty extreme. I think the asking price for Russ is going to probably be a little depressed, especially since he's coming off a bad year. That actually helps the Steelers in this predicament. And also, if we get, if we get Russ, we've got a really good team, like you said, that for him to immediately launch us into Super Bowl contenders next year. Our bugaboo with the offensive line 
bank cannot move behind it. If we, uh, if we make some accommodations to that, we don't need a huge upgrade. We need a slight upgrade. We need some more in the pocket, uh, ability to move well in the pocket, and Russell Wilson checked all those boxes. So I'm still encouraged by the future. If we get one of those two, I'm feeling great. I agree, though, that Russell Wilson is the ideal fit. Who's the other one other than Russell Wilson? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's a dream. <laughs> that, is a, that is a dream. That is a dream. And, again, he would talk more, to be honest. Rodgers ain't going anywhere. So. I have a player, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. staying right where he is, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, um, all right, I see Max called back in. Let me let me bring Max back in, or Max on. Uh, DJ Hello? Max! What's DJ going on, Max, buddy? host of the Steve to the Max it's... Show. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Oh, yes. This is the second time I'm on here now, I believe. Yes, something like that. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I got you. Oh, okay. I'm back. There you go. How you doing? I know you're uh, you're feeling pretty good right now, as you should. Yes. Um, I mean, you know, a little melancholy losing uh, – the legend John Madden, who the show is named after, um, you know, that, that sad a bit. But, you know, he had a great long life and certainly had a huge impact um, for all of us. And so we, we, we salute him. Um, but that aside, oh, yeah, man, 11 and 4, number two seed, two right. games to go. Um, I'm, right. I'm, I'm doing how, – how, how are you, Max? I get, hold on, let me change my tone now because I'm talking to a John. <laughs> Um, Matt, how are you? I'm I'm fine. I'm just like, all right. So I know. Listen, uh, hard to watch, maybe. Yeah, would you say? But so then now I'm getting like, well, you know, you saw the comments we got, right? Like when you sent me that thing, there was somebody on there that said easy division. They're all easy divisions if you think about it, for real. You know. But you know. You what know I'm we have to deal with people that don't understand football. Right. And it's hard right. to talk to someone about the game that they don't understand. I mean, when uh-huh. Tom Brady was winning all those AFC East championships and the other three teams uh-huh. sucked ass, I didn't hear anyone saying, well, you know, the AFC East is the easy division. I heard Tom Brady right. is the greatest right. ever to do. Tom Brady's Superman. He's God. He's this. He's that. Bill Belichick. Da, 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 da. So I don't hear that mess. I don't hear that so, mess. Okay. We can't control how good the Right, right, right. Exactly. Now, so let me let me ask you this question. In fairness, like you're feeling pretty good right now. Your team's on a roll, you know. So yeah, any given Sunday, anything could happen. But you've been in this situation before, right? So now you're feeling much better about your team because you guys are healthy and all that stuff. Correct? Um. I mean, it helps to be healthy. I think I'm feeling better about this team because I'm seeing a defense. Cowboys generally bring a potent offense to the table year after year. Right. Defense is mm-hmm. question mark over the years. Um, right. I'm seeing a defense out of its mind. So that's right. really what has me sitting Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, yeah, I mean – uh, yeah, I know. I heard about it Sunday. I mean, I wasn't really – I was in and out of the game because I was doing other things. But, yes, uh, my girl reminded me every time they scored. Uh, so. <laughs> I kept getting the text. I'm like, yes, thank you very much. You made a wise <laughs> choice 
in dating a Dallas Cowboy fan. Yeah, I'm just saying oh, you, did yeah. a, you did a good thing. Oh, wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's just, just great. But no, what I'm saying is, okay, let me let me let me switch it up a little bit. Okay, as a like, because I'm a diehard baseball fan too, like a Mets fan. So everyone says like, you know, we could be having like the best season, and then you know, you get into the playoffs, and it's like you're like you don't want to like jinx anything or or anything like that because it's like you know one and done, right? Well, in baseball it's a little different, but I'm just saying that. I'm, what I'm saying to you, T, is like you've been in the situation before when you guys get to the first, second round, and this and that. But a little nervousness, maybe. You're like, you know, you've seen this, this you've seen this movie before, kind of deal, you know. Yeah, but which movie are we talking about? Because you know <laughs> we're talking about a team that's been around for 62 years. So I've seen right. this movie times. I've seen it, right. you know, 20 something times under Tom Landry. And there's two right. Super Bowl championships and um, under Tom right. Landry. I've seen this movie under Jimmy Johnson, and there's three right. Super Bowl champions, two, two from him, one with Barry Switzer. Um, now, right. yes, people will look at the last 25 years and say three playoff wins, um, you know, numerous first-round exits. But I'm like this. I'm a banker. I look at investing, and past performance doesn't guarantee future results. Neither does past failures. It's a new season. It's a new team. And I'm looking at this team, and I'm saying right now we got the Cardinals. I'm like one of the players. I'm not looking at the playoffs yet. I'll get there when it comes. Right, right now we got the I Cardinals. Will... We're one game so... out from number one seed, which means all home playoff games and a first right. round bye. Anybody want to come see that team in Dallas? I don't think so. So right now I'm looking at the Cardinals, who's uh, tanking fast, three losses in a row, D-hop out mm-hmm. for the year. And the Cowboys four wins in a row on the upswing. We're, we're getting into our our, our groove, and right. I'm looking at okay, don't you know like don't lose now. Don't come in and lay an egg now. This is now the time to just keep elevating your game. So I'll get to the playoffs mm-hmm. when they come, and I'll see who the matchup is. Give mm-hmm. everybody my honest opinion, and we'll roll with it. But I'm not well, worried. It's football. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've been through this. I've lost plenty of right. times. Shit, my brother's on the line. He'll tell you. I've, I've lost. We've gone through this so many times. If we lose, we lose. We regroup and get ready for next season. But, you know, I feel good about this team. I feel very good about them. Right. As, as you should. I mean, you know, I just, like, I'm not one of those bitter giant fans that would be like, we shouldn't be bitter if you see our team, what we look like right now. I mean, it's just, like I told you, there's. I try to watch. And by the third quarter, it's just like it's just like watching a bad midget football team. <laughs> you know, it's like what the? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like you're gonna throw in like the last game, they threw in their backup quarterback, then they threw the other quarterback in. I'm like, you know, does the coach know what he's doing? I know a lot of the heat has been taken on the general manager, and now that he's taken on the, we're gonna be rebuilding for probably the next two years. You know, until they get all the pieces right, because you know, we we have no offense, you know, no defense. It's just it's a big mess in New York right now, you know. And we're looking but like the, the Jets. Your leadership has already said that they are bringing back Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. Right. And right. as a football fan, well, first of all, as a Cowboy fan, thank you, <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not afraid of Daniel Jones. Okay. 
But as a football yeah. fan, if I'm a if I'm a, a Giant fan, I'm pissed off right now because I'm sorry, Daniel Jones is not it. it you've seen enough. Yeah. It's time to go get another quarterback. I just got to telling K Star that you know they should do a full court press to go get Russell Wilson. But your team right. should do the same thing. You know, yeah, like exactly. he's a great quarterback, Hall of Fame level quarterback. Y'all should be trying to go get him. He's done in Seattle. He's done. He was done in Seattle at the beginning of the season, but decided to go play one more year. But he's done. So, I mean, yeah, there was there was, that rumor there is about yeah, yeah, I know about getting Russell Wilson. You saying? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm about saying the you guys should try. To get it. Right. I hear you. But your but your leadership, I don't know who it was, general manager, somebody said that Daniel Jones and Joe Judge will be back next year. So you're committed yeah, I know. to your coach. Your... It would have been nice to beat the Eagles, so then, you know, I could have uh, not heard it. From, but I haven't heard anything from him anyway, so it was good. From <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, he's got to get in the playoffs before he gets He's not in yet. He's got to get in before he can say anything. Right. And that's another thing. We lost to a team that was on four-day rest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That, that makes it even worse. And that's why, I mean, like, I, I was like, I had to, I, sh- I literally shut it off at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and it was just like, yeah, they couldn't do anything. I mean, the, the penalties – on their end helped us in the first half. But he, as you know, it takes more than that to win the game. Yeah, but 21-6 wasn't really that bad if you look at what just happened. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you know, it it, 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 that wasn't that compared to No, I mean, if you look look at all the scores this week, there was a lot of, like, you know, so. I just hope that – and I was just talking to my girl about this. I'm like, you know, because they're talking about now going, I'm not taking away from your show here, but about baseball, if, you know, you think there was going to be a season with the pandemic going on. And I'm like, they're like, well, there's too many greedy, uh, you know, they're greedy owners out there. So, so you know, so it's just like, um, so we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Uh, we'll see. But, <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, there, there will be a Super Bowl. <laughs> There's no way. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no, no. Too, There's way too because... much money. There was, I mean, yeah, there was way too much money in that, too, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, you see, you see what's happening in college basketball, too. Same thing, like, you know, the, a lot of not seasons, of, the games are being postponed as well. So, uh, yeah, we need that. We, we need something. <laughs> right? I agree. I agree. But I just wanted to check into you and just be like, okay, you know, it's not like I'm going into hiding because I just like, I knew this was going to, I mean, there's no words. You know, I'm not one of those, I'm not one of those bitter giant fans towards you like some of my other giant comrades. Okay. (laughs) I I, I appreciate you uh, checking in and, 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 and let me leave you with this. How about you, Cowboys? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, just throw that back at you there. So, 
I mean, hey, you know, so, I mean, nobody, there's there, there's a football fan that doesn't want to see the Steelers or the Cowboys win any more, you know, or Tom Brady, for that matter, get any more trophies. I get that. So, you know. <laughs> I don't get that at all. The Steelers, we, we need more. Not less, more. <laughs> uh, I get it. <laughs> well, Cowboys have been stuck at five for a long time. It's time for number six. Just saying. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure, right, and I will I'll talk to you soon. I'll take care. And uh, great show, by the way. And, yes, uh, the ones that's going out to the Madden. One, one last thing about Madden, I was just watching, uh, like, you know, it's like, you know, growing up a football fan and the Madden games, even before the Madden games, you know, it's just like, Watching him, you know, with the you know play by play, he knew everything going on the sideline and everything like that. He was he was uh he'll be missed, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So all right, all right, guys. Thanks, I'll man. talk to you later. Talk soon. Take care. All right, yep. take care. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Take care, man. Yep. Take care. All right. So we want to thank Max for tuning in, DJ Max. He co-hosts the Steve to the Max show. It's on Facebook. Check it out. And every once in a while, your boy is a little guest host on there with uh, with uh, Steve and Max and Jennifer. And, and they added a new host. I um, can't remember her name. Laura, I want to say maybe is her name. So there's four of them now. Getting a little crowded. So, um, But uh, uh, it's fun. It's, it's not a sports show, although when I'm on, we do talk some football. It's just general kind of just something they do for fun. So. Um, so, JB, I'm curious. So, I'm saying Russell Wilson. If 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 I'm Russell Wilson, I'm going to the Steelers. That's just where I would go. Um, but what are your thoughts on Russell Wilson? I mean, and maybe do you think he's going to stay with Seattle, um, or or where where if you were Russell Wilson, where do you think you know he would go or should go? Well, I'm I'm in agreement with you. As soon as you said, I got to. A cure for the Steelers. I had a feeling, a strong feeling, that you're going to say Russell Wilson because I'd go there too. I wouldn't go to the Giants because they need a cultural change. They, in a lot of ways, remind me of the Bears. Just the Bears have a quarterback. Bears need a cultural change. Giants need a cultural change. Uh, Pete Carroll. I think this sounds like this is going to be his last year from everything that I've heard. Um, and I think it's just it's just time for them to part ways, even if he does stick around. So. If there is a place for him to go, number one on my list would be the Steelers. You're talking about a, a, a top-notch organization with a top-notch head coach, and they just have a, a will to win year in and year out. Their name is always in the mix for playoff contention or division titles or conference championships or Super Bowl aspirations. It's always – something where you want to be and something you aspire to be when you're a football player. So if I was Russell Wilson, that would be the first spot that I look up. And he's got some offensive weapons on top of it, like you mentioned, you know, Johnson, Claypool, Najee Harris in the backfield. If they show up the offensive line, all of that will come together. So, um, yeah, that would be my top destination if I was him. Okay. I also have a solution for the Bears, but since train isn't on, I, I will hold it and see if he actually does return um, or not. I feel like the little boy, you know, 
you know, the boys at the park and the, the, the caretaker leaves the boy on the bench and says, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, boy said, I'm <laughs> hey, I'll be back. I'll be guys. I'm like, wait a minute, didn't we pick this time because of you, bruh? Now you leaving? So let's see if Train actually returns. If he returns, I got a solution for the Bears, too. Um, all right. Um, K-Star, do you got a bona fide or bona front for us? Yeah, I mean, the only – so I actually, you know, I want to get his bona fide just to John Madden. I know we already talked about him, but, like, I've got to give John Madden okay. for this particular episode. Like, it's just John Madden's most bona fide NFL, you know, NFL person of all time. And um, so I wanted to kind of just salute John Madden on this particular episode. I think that he is the most bona fide of anyone that's ever been on bona fide. And so, you know, I just want to honor, again, John Madden. Um, because he's just been that, that guy in NFL history. Yeah, that that is absolutely fair. Without you, you picked a safe one at the safe time. Not even trained to give you a hard time on that one. So we all agree no. wholeheartedly. Um, as far as my bonafide front goes, <laughs> you know, I have not been very confident this year because I've seen a lot of terrible play from my team and. Um, the Steelers is a playoff team. I hate to do it. We're bona front this year, guys. I mean, I've felt this way for a long time. Yeah, I know. I know. We are awful. Bro, we got wrecked so practically just bad for <laughs> Kansas City. We got wrecked at Minnesota. We fought back. You know, and we're going to beat Cleveland. That's the thing. We're going to beat Cleveland um, this Monday night. But, God, bro, like, we cannot fix ourselves this year. It's just – even if we meet the playoffs, it's going to be ugly. And I'm rooting for us to meet the God, man. I just hope that if, if that happens, we don't get embarrassed because, guys, we are so bona front. It's ridiculous. We're not as good as our record is. All right? The games we've won has been very close margins. And, um, you know, I'm, I, am, I am depressed. I am saddened. And you know, this just doesn't feel like I, a good Steelers football team. I understand. I understand. I'm going to save you. I'm going, I'm going to reject your bona front because – your team is having a down year, but your team has a coach that has never had a losing season. And we're not going to shit on your team the first year that they oh, might. Nice. So we're going to just kill that one, okay? You're having a rough year. Kansas City shitted on you. <laughs> I get it. Denver shitted on us, right? You know, so I get it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a bona front for you to replace your season. Okay. I'm not going to let you do that. I told you. I'm getting my terrible towel this weekend, okay, so I'm in your corner. I'm not going to let do you it. do Let's that. Do it. This your bona front this week is the Washington football team's defense because that <laughs> defense was supposed to be the shit. That defense was supposed to be stout. That defense was supposed to carry them and Ryan Fitzpatrick to the playoffs, right? Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a playoff caliber quarterback, but he's, he's an okay. He's a – He's a journeyman. He can get you a few wins. And, oh, my God, that's what that defense was supposed to do. That defense is terrible. 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 They fighting on the sideline. I didn't give them them that guy award because I get the emotion. But, really, you're fighting on the sidelines and yelling at each other and all that bullshit. We want Dallas. We want that. You want us now? Do you want us now? So I'm going to give you the Redskins defense as bona front. JB, tell me I'm wrong. No, I can't. I mean, they were down some players on defense, but still, um, 
This is a rivalry. Forty-two fucking points in one half. Exactly. <laughs> this is a this is a rivalry game. So injuries and all in records, all that goes out the wayside. It goes out the door. To give up forty-two points in a half, in a half. And, and granted, I think one of those was the um, the pick six. Another one was the uh, the block for the touchdown. But all right, break it down. You don't gave up three different ways to get scored on in one half. I mean, come on now. You got you got um, steel catching passes, <laughs> offensive line. It was embarrassing. So yeah, I am, I will agree. I will vouch for that one. I might even say the whole damn team because fucking Heineke comes out and the first pass you're gonna go at Diggs, and then it looked like Diggs was the intended receiver. Diggs ran what's his name route for him and made the catch. I almost want to say you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck, Say it. Fight me. The whole team. Bona <laughs> The whole goddamn team. You bring benches in to an indoor heated stadium for what? You know, like, you, you te- listen. And I don't, and if anyone out there, I got friends that are uh, Washington's fans, and this is not directed at you guys, okay? Don't label me one of those guys that, you know, no, I, stay with your team. Be loyal to your team. I'm loyal to my team. I, that's fine. But you can't you, – you, come on now. Come on. You got guys fighting each other. You got trying to punch the other guy in the face. You got, you got you know, damn, you're bringing benches in. You got throwing it at Diggs. You know, you got DeMarcus Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence playing defensive end or tackle or whatever he was on that play, running it back for a touchdown. You got the, the safety – I mean, the uh, Corey Clements, who Dallas just picked up a couple of weeks ago. Okay, he's a backup running back. They picked him up because Pollard was out, so he came in and, and did Pollard's role and actually played pretty well, so they kept him. And so now they got him on special teams, used to play for the Eagles, wasn't a bad back for the Eagles at one point. He even had a 100-yard rushing game, so not a bad back, but just you get lost in the depth chart sometimes. He comes in on special teams and blocks the punt. <laughs> I mean, this guy was on practice squad. This is a guy that's been home eating bonbons a few weeks ago, and bring him in, and he blocks the punt. From a team that was picked to win the division. You were picked to win the division. And I don't want to hear – you're right, Jay. They got injured. I get it. it, it COVID, and it's, but so did we last year. No one gave us shit for that. No one gave us a break. The only break they gave us a little bit of was Dak. Beyond that, they didn't give a fuck that Dallas had injuries. So as a football fan, I don't want to hear it. So you know what? Yeah, not the Steelers. We can't go down that hard on a on a team that's seven seven and one, that still is alive for the playoffs. Okay, that some of us picked to beat the Browns this coming weekend. That hasn't had a losing season in over fifteen years. Now they're struggling. And we're going to say bone up front. No case. I'm not going to let you do that, right? I'm sticking up for you this time. I got my terrible towel. We're going to watch the Steelers beat up on uh, on Baker Mayfield. I don't like him. I think he's overrated. I don't think he's yeah. very good. And I needed him to beat the Packers and should have. Oh, my God. They should do? have, yes. What? And what did he do? Do another interception. Okay, there were four. <laughs> and I know at least one was definitely not his fault. But you still got four in your, <laughs> in your interception window. And he threw one, you know, and, it, it, and all they needed was a field goal to win that game. And you couldn't do it. Fuck, fuck the Browns. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going for the Steelers, and the Washington football team is going to front. Fuck them. And that said, I, I kind of want them to beat the Eagles this weekend. So, guys, we still friends? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Kevin Hart. Okay, bring it in, bring it in. We friends? Come on, Washington. Beat the Eagles. Anyway, all right. Enough on that. All right. May never hear this again. He's saving Kate Star from his own team. Wow. All right. Yeah, I'm about to say, JB! Yeah. JB! It's on you, yes, man. Your segment. All right, so Big Dub, Big L is probably going to be pretty simple this week, and um, I think y'all know where I'm going to go. So Big Dub of the Week is really for, for us, Madden Boys. It's, it's football. It's everybody that enjoys watching football it's the folks that have played madden from inception or just picked it up a couple of days ago for the ps4s if you're lucky your ps5 it's about madden uh right now and and that's the big dub right there we we're we're here because of him we are enjoying the the sport largely in part because of him so we we know him as a coach well t you know him as a coach because you were you were young enough to see him coach I, I wasn't. I, I was old enough, but too young to remember. But I remember him as a broadcaster in the game, and a lot of us remember him that way. Um, so we we get the big dub for that. Um, but he's more than just. Can that. you he's dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? He's he's also a father, a grandfather, probably an uncle. Um, has deep connections in the NFL community. Um, and, and that's really the biggest loss right there is for his, his immediate family, his wife, Virginia, his boys, his grandchildren, folks that knew him on a personal level, uh, worked with him on developing the game, worked with him producing the, uh, the, the shows that he would be broadcasting. Uh, Pat Summerall, his closest colleague that, that you can – that we all think about when it comes to him. Um, he's, he's luckily now he's, he's joining him and um, dad's going to be watching the Super Bowl, and, and I'm sure he's going to be listening to both of them. So uh, prayers go out to his family because that's truly the biggest loss of all for it's for them. So that's my big dub and big L for the week. Okay. You know, when I heard that he passed and I thought about the special you guys should appreciate this, both of you being um, different levels of wrestling fans. I'm not sure how much you watch wrestling these days. JB, I know you used to watch it a lot more, but I know you got <laughs> you got about 12 kids and a wife now, so, you know, I, I get it. Um, but but um, I know K-Star is a, a you know, wrestling fan as well. But y'all remember that the ultimate warrior was a, a big icon wrestler, right? like almost like Hulk Hogan level. And yeah, he, he had a falling out and kind of vanished off the wrestling scene for a long time. And they fixed things and the WWE brought him back to put him into the Hall of Fame. And he did his Hall of Fame speech, which was um, the Sunday night, I mean, Saturday night. And then the Sunday there was a, um, a pay-per-view I'm not sure if it was a WrestleMania. I think it was a WrestleMania. I think they do the Hall of Fame. Yeah, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. And yeah. so he was at WrestleMania, and they bring them all out. And then Monday Night Raw, he got to go out and 
he actually put on the mask. I mean, back in the day it was painted on, but this time he had he put the mask on and he did his he did the rope shake and then he did his ultimate warrior stick again. And for some of like he was one of my favorites. If I had to t- pick like my top three of all time, he's one of them. I love the Ultimate Warrior. And you know, so Monday Night Raw was a Monday, and then Tuesday he passed away. <laughs> um, flying home. He passed away. Let me bring Dr. Train back on. Welcome back, Dr. Train. We'll give you a recap of what you missed in a second. Um, All right. But he ultimately were to pass away the next day. And I remember thinking, wow, you know, I'm glad he got to reconcile with the WWE, get his Hall of Fame speech, and most importantly, to go back into the ring that he dominated for so many years and get all that love from the fans. And then the next day he passed away, right? And so I'm sitting here, wow, like John Madden, we just watched. I don't know if you guys didn't watch, and that goes to anybody listening, it'll be played all week. So you can catch it on one of the networks, all Madden. You've got to watch an hour and a half. It'll be the best hour and a half of your week other than maybe watching your team play football. And even then I say it's going to be close, okay? It is incredible to yes, watch. Sir. I watched. I actually got home at 201. It was just coming on when I got home from my mom's house, and I had DVR'd it, so I, you know, I caught the whole thing. But incredible to watch. But the beauty of that was he got to get all of the accolades because they showed him sitting in a chair with people, get, you know, Lawrence Taylor and Troy Aikman and Kenny Stabler, and the list goes on and on and on of people saying what they thought of him as a coach, as a broadcaster, as a friend, Roger Goodell. And he got to hear all of that. I'm thinking, wow. Like, I guess that's all he needed, right? Like, like there was nothing left. He accomplished everything he ever wanted to accomplish and then some. And then to actually get to – I mean, how many people almost get to hear their own eulogy, right? Everybody says all these great things after everyone dies. He was this and he was that and, you know, but most of the time you don't hear that stuff, you know, unless you have a terminal illness and people know you're about to go, you might get a little bit of it. But most people, that doesn't happen to you. Don't, you don't, people, you know, you, you wake up or you go and you find out, oh, they passed away, they died, da 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 da. So we didn't know he was going to die. Certainly seemed clear he didn't know. But he got to hear all of that love and get all of those accolades. And his last words on the video was something to the effect of, you know, wow, you know, like, like hearing all that, like, wow, you know, I don't remember his exact words, but so. I'm just glad that before he passed, he got to truly get all of the love that he truly deserved from everybody, from football fans, from video game fans, from, you know, people that saw him, you know, as a broadcaster and his colleagues and family, his son spoke and, like, everybody. I'm just so happy that he got to get all that love before he passed away. That's one of the things I thought of. And I compared it to the Ultimate Warrior and him passing the day after getting uh into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, so, um, Train, welcome back. Yes, I'm here. I am here. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm here. Yes, right, I'm so sure, bro. Nice <laughs> Max. Um, he's gone. But I, I did want to tell you that K-Star did a, 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 bona, a, a bona fide, bona front, and... I I had to save K Star Train. I had to save him. He, Again. <laughs> but this one's different. This one's different. Okay. Yep. I had to say, different though, right? He put his Pittsburgh Steelers 
has bona front after the way they got Molly Watt by the Chiefs. As, as, as a playoff team, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, as a playoff team. And I, I said, K-Star, I cannot let you do that to yourself. And here's why. And, and Trey, you can disagree. You probably will, but that's okay. Uh, but here's why. That team has 15 straight seasons of a winning record. And even after being mollywopped with a quarterback that's clearly past his prime and on his way out of the league, they still are mathematically alive with two games left to go to get into the playoffs. They got whooped by arguably one of the best teams in the league, a team that's gone to, what, 1-1, lost one, two, the last two Super Bowls. Like, I, 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 I'm not ready to just throw sand, throw, throw, throw dirt on their grave. Over the, I mean, we got whooped up by the Broncos. Broncos made us look like JV, okay? Everybody has a, a game like that. And, and, you know, with the history of the Steelers, I just couldn't let K-Star do it. I couldn't do it. So I said, I'm going to give you your bonus front this week. Consider the gift. Christmas gift, late Christmas gift. His bonus front is the Washington football team. They're totally bonus front on every level possible. I said defense at first. Then as I kept talking it through, I'm like, nah, the whole damn team. Bonus front. I mean, the defense was supposed to be their saving grace, right? They just gave up 56 mm-hmm. on the road to Dallas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the offense goes in. First play, you go at the league leader in interception. You go at him on the first play. And it looked like he was running a route. It, it wasn't even close. Like, what are you doing? And then, oh, yeah, so Dallas sends their, their benches into your outdoor stadium because they heard that the other benches, the heat was a problem. So they want to make sure that they have heat because it's Washington, D.C., and it could get cold. So, hey, let's make sure. Now, Jerry Jones was gangster. He painted them Cowboys colors. I get it. Okay, that's a little dig. But it made more sense than you sending your – Benches to an indoor heated stadium in Texas. Like, what are you doing? Are you going to dance on the star next? How stupid can you be? And, oh, yeah, you've got two pretty good players, came from Alabama, teammates fighting on the sidelines. And then the coach after the game says, oh, I didn't know anything about it. What? Now I like Ron Rivera. How do you hey, not know? Hey, T. T, I mean, Kachar, I keep getting – I don't think of my text messages. I keep getting be blown up from work. I got to call see what the hell's going on. Okay. Oh man! All right. Hold All right. down, okay, stop. <laughs> I got. It. Hold down. All right. Later, All bro. Right. Um. So anyway, um. So for all of those, well, reasons, I was. Doctor, yeah, I, I, I'll just say I agree. Then yes, you the way to throw a lifesaver. I I I do I do not agree with boner fronting. The Steelers. What I see from the Steelers this year is that normally they're a team that could overcome some injuries and some missing players, um, but this year they can't overcome consistently or not consistently having uh, the best defender on the field. You know, T.J. Watt makes a big difference on their games, how they start and how they finish those games. Um, but yet they're still mathematically in 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 in, uh, in the hunt. So, but in the past, so Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the month of December, man. Whew. They would they would normally just come with it, finish the season strong, no matter what the situation was. But different year, but nothing. Yes. There 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 are definitely more bona front teams out there. <laughs> than, than, than I would yes. think would be the Steelers. Uh, normally, 
Normally December. Let's tell the guys I appreciate the spirit and energy in which they fought. Um, please don't talk to me about more victories and things of that nature. Uh, that'd be disrespectful to those guys in the room. Uh, we, we didn't get the job done. We came up short. Uh, we accept responsibility for that. Um, you know, we will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December because we have to. We won't go in the shed. Yeah, so that's, that's the Steelers team that we all know, and that's the coach we all love. Um, and I also said to him, I'll give one player to fix their team, one player that they should go full court press to try to get in off season, and that's Russell Wilson. Go get Russell Wilson. Do whatever you got to do. Restructure the contract, pay him whatever he's worth, you know, do what you got to do. But go get Russell Wilson. You bring him in, mm. instant Super Bowl contenders, instantly. With the players you have right now, Russell Wilson makes them a Super Bowl caliber team. So, Good suggestion, um, T. Good suggestion. But I got one for you too, Dr. Train. I got one for you and your bears, bro. I was thinking about our talk about coaches, head coaches, and I was thinking about that. I, I was thinking a lot about it and how in some areas we agree and in some areas we saw things a little differently. Um. But I'm going to tell you who I think, and it's not Jason Garrett, because that All was, right. at the time, it was reasonable because he was an offensive coordinator. He was still employed. Now, I, I think he's going to be unemployed for a while. <laughs> I think the best thing <laughs> for is quarterback. Um, but I'm going to tell you who's hot and who might be your answer, and I'll tell you why, and then I'm open and I want to hear your thoughts. Um, okay. And it's not telling more. Nope, 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 nope. You don't need Kevin Moore because he doesn't have enough experience. Okay? So, no. But you do need Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn has resurrected his career. He's a Super Bowl-caliber coach. Look what he did with Atlanta. Okay, last year, you know, they, they, they didn't do well. But look what he did the previous years that he was there. Look at what the offense did with Matty Ice. And, of course, we know his defensive acumen. He's coached at that level. He's coached on a Super Bowl um, staff in Seattle. He's taken the Falcons to the Super Bowl with Matty Ice, and they had a pretty stout defense. He comes into Dallas and takes a defense that was shit last year. They had one player. Now, Micah, Micah is the truth. But the scheme is everything <laughs> on that team. Let me tell you, the scheme is everything. And Dan Quinn is on his game. Now, I don't want to lose him, okay? Let's be very clear. <laughs> I don't want to lose him. <laughs> I hope he stays Yeah, okay? Please stay at least one more year, okay? You got, you know what I'm saying? Give us one more year, and then, okay, go on and take whatever team you, 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 you have earned a chance to take. I know the Jaguars have already asked permission to speak to Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. So that already happened earlier today. They're already being being uh, asked for interviews. And Jerry Jones is not the type to say no ever. He believes in giving all his coaches an opportunity to continue their career. So any team that wants to speak to them um, will get that opportunity. So um, now obviously the Bears can't do that because Nagy is still employed and they haven't informed him that he's not coming back. So they can't do anything right now. But I think that's your guy. Your thoughts? Um, 
it's funny you, you bring him up. There, there was a there was a point I can't remember if it was maybe a week or so ago that his name kind of popped in my head, but then I just kind of I just kind of dismissed it. Uh, but because um, I was thinking of like, gosh, who's out there that actually has had head coaching experience and you know did you know well enough you know for that 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 you think they would learn from their second at their second shot. Um, and he was the person that popped in my head. Uh, actually, it's it's not a it's not a bad idea. Um, I do agree with you. Defensive scheme matters. Um, uh, that that was the difference between Vic Fangio to Chuck Pagano to who we have now, Sean Desai. Vic Fangio was definitely uh, understood how to take the same players. We literally we we pretty much have the same players, and yep. we were we, we were number we were the number one defense in the league with with Vic Fangio versus. The, the next two coaches that that we had. Um, uh, I like the fact that he's already had head coaching experience, and I, and I, I, I did forget. Yes, I forget. Yes, it was him. He was the head coach of that Atlanta team that should have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so oh, it's not even. That's not even. Don't, don't remind they me, man. Have don't won remind the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely should have won that, and. Um, uh, just knowing that he had Kyle Shanahan as his OC um, at the time means that he understands the importance of finding somebody who understands how to take care, how to how to truly, truly run that side of the ball, and um, you know manage manage that side of the team and get them productive uh, because he did get Atlanta's defense. Uh, to a point where they were they were rocking that year that they went to the Super Bowl. They were rocking. His defense was was actually pretty good. Um, so uh, that's that's not a not a. Not, I, I like that one, T. I like that one. I, I don't have any. I, I don't think I would have any issues with that one. Yeah, and you know, I look at your defense, and I look at you know. You're welcome for rehabilitating Robert Quinn because that is what we did. He was in the shit list when, you know, we brought him into Dallas. <laughs> he had year, and then we couldn't afford to keep him. <laughs> and um, I think he's got 17 sacks or something now this year. Some, like, he's, you know, I'll he's on, yeah. Between mm-hmm. him and Watt and uh, what's the guy in Cleveland, uh, Miles Garrett, they're all up there around 17, 18 sacks. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you think about Quinn going in there with your defense, which, you know, with the right coach could very easily be a stout top defense again. You guys are still playing at evidence by the, the win, the nice win you just got. Um, did you want to talk mm-hmm. about that? I, I, I feel like I owe you some spare time to kind of have a moment with that that, that nice win. Did, did you want to take a minute on that? Let me just say this, man. Uh, I will always – I always root for my team to to win. I don't care how bad the season is. It, 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 it is nice. Uh, to, it was nice to see us get that win um, and actually come back uh, to get a win. Uh, I, I would have loved to have it to for it to have been Justin Fields versus Nick Foles just to see your future look a little brighter. Uh, however. A dub is a dub. I, I like to see the guys uh, still fighting. It, it, it doesn't feel the same way as if it was <laughs> four weeks ago, but still good. Yeah. So I still hope they they finish the season strong. I mean that's that's pretty much it. 
you know, but I would like to see Justin Fields get in there and finish the season versus uh, watching Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah, and, and and football fans, there's no quarterback controversy. This is what Nick Foles does. He can come in and do enough to get a win or two. He is not going to be anybody's starter for the season. Not going to happen, okay? He, he's a backup. He's a relief pitcher, and that's what he does, okay? So uh, I don't want to hear about no con- quarterback controversy. There is none, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, let me just check the list because let's see. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think we got everything. Uh, I what got was – well, quick question, T. What was uh, – I know our, uh, you told me the boner front. Tell me the, the boner five was John Madden? Yes. What was the boner five? Okay. Okay. The boner five was John Madden. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, which, yeah. you know, uh, it was – I'm glad he went there. This was the show to do it. Um, I'm very curious to see. There's no Thursday night football this week. Um but, you know, there's a full slate of games on Sunday, and then there's a, a Monday night football game. I, I hear there's even going to be a Monday night playoff game this, this season, which intrigues me. But cool. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that Monday, uh, Sunday and Monday, particularly Sunday, I think we're going to just see a flurry of tributes, and led by Oakland, of course. But I think we're going to see a flurry of tributes, um, which should be very touching and very appropriate for um, – for the legend, you know, uh, Mr. Madden. And, you know, for a long time I thought about changing the name of the, of the show because we don't talk Madden video game really. Um, but I kept it because Madden is football, right? So even though we didn't talk video game, I mean, his origins are football. So even before the video game, he was a, a coach. Um, he never played because he got a knee injury. Um, so he was drafted but never played. But he was a coach, Super Bowl winning coach, and he was obviously an award winning broadcaster, the only broadcaster to um, uh, broadcast a Super Bowl on all four networks. I didn't know that, but amazing. Um, and the way things are today, we'll probably never see that happen again. Um, and, and so, you know, kind of like, well, you know, I kind of like the name, and it kind of works, and it is Madden, and he is football. I ain't going to change it now. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, unless. You know, somebody comes back and says, look, you can't use the name. It's copyrighted, and, you know, we'll sue you, then we'll change it. And if that doesn't happen, then we're going to say the Madden voice until we decide that, you know, we've, we've had enough of doing the show. And uh, I know we definitely at least going to do this show through next year because we're trying to get the Cowboys host the Bears. And um, they could wait one year to hire Dan Quinn. We don't need him next year. Okay, y'all can hold off one year. Hire him wait, the what? Bro, we need him now. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, you don't. We need him now. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. Hey, I tell you what, y'all, if you guys and. make it to the Super Bowl and that defense shows out, hey, that brother might be good going to somewhere. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't go to you. Can't coach with you. Can't be on the team with you. Can't do it. <laughs> oh man! Not looking for his predecessor. <laughs> Y'all want winners, but this is one winner you ain't gonna get. No, 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 not now. Hey. Uh, oh man, that was good. That was good. Huh? All right. Um, I 
I think we covered everything. So, uh, final thoughts. We'll start with uh, with uh, Dr. Craig. Uh, man, guys, uh, I appreciate y'all uh, dealing with my little back back and forth, but pictures got in. Um, um, this is actually a good show, and just remembering um, John Madden, the Madden voice. Um, it's crazy thinking about how how long this show itself has been going and uh how the pieces have been added to where we are now um, you know just 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 nostalgic. I just remember he giving me that call and saying, "Hey, man, you know, I want to switch away from talking Madden the video game. I want to switch to n f l talk. I want you to join the show with me." And I think I was still in grad school, and I'm just like, do I have time for this? I was like, it's like just a couple of hours. It's one night. One night, a couple of hours. We already talked. I was like, all right, dude, I get <laughs> All right, then, let's do it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it was, it's, it, it's been fun. You know, even sometimes, some days you don't have the energy to get up. It's been fun, but, you know, just put more emphasis on our name, the Madden voice. I definitely want to uh, respect that going forward um, because the uh, uh, the guy uh, was amazing for the sport uh, itself. And I don't think there's hardly too hardly any, any really too bad, no, any bad things you can really say about a guy who extended himself so much into even a video game and then a, a bus to go get people to play the video. I mean, Come on, I mean that's that's extending yourself to everybody. I mean to everybody, and um, you you gotta appreciate people like that. So uh, to John Madden, uh, to his family, thank you for uh, a great guy being a part of this game, and real happy we still have this show. Well said, well said, JB. Final thoughts. To your back on Dr. Train. There is a sense of nostalgia. Um, I remember coming on as kind of just a guest uh, many years ago, and then it morphed into being on on here full time with y'all, and it's been great. And uh, certainly look forward to continuing it. And and like uh, I had said to train T when you're having technical difficulties, I told him that I agree with him. This is the Madden Boys. This is his namesake. And, for that reason by itself, we got to step our game up. Let alone how we personally feel. And uh, I definitely am going to take that to heart even more so than I have in the past. And uh, looking forward to the tributes. Um, and and it, it's kind of, I don't want to say fitting because that's not the right word, but I guess it's the irony of it that he passes on the day that we normally would do the show. We've been doing the show on Tuesdays forever in a day, and it was about an hour, 45 minutes before we would normally go on for, for showtime that the news pops up. So um, for him to pass on the day we normally have the show, I don't know if it, if that's his little way of saying, yeah, I've heard y'all guys before, wink, wink, um, keep doing your thing. I don't know what it means. It may mean nothing. Maybe I'm just stretching, but um, it's it's, um, it's a wonderful thing what we got going on here. And um, I'm glad that we're doing it. Just continue it. And um, obviously keep enjoying the games too. All right. Um, I'll, I'll be brief, although every time I say that I'm probably not. But um, Steve Madden. <laughs> who is um, a shoe guru. He's got 120 stores um, in the U.S. and um, a couple of hundred stores around the world. 
Um, you may want to change your name, bro. Because, <laughs> um, you know, people think Madden, they're not thinking shoes, bro. They think of football. So you may want to change your name to, like, you know, Steve Erlingmeyer or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just giving you a little bit of crazy. <laughs> Erlingmeyer. Okay. Shit like that. Change your name. Let it go. That's too close to Urban Meyer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, Urban Meyer. <laughs> Good. Um, um, and, you know, I would, you know, I've said many times that we've done things on this show that the next day I'm watching ESPN and I hear literally word for word. And I'll never forget the one time years ago that, and I know it was us because they said on a local radio show, blah, 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 blah. And it was literally a quote from something we had done years ago. And unfortunately, I only heard it once. I couldn't record it to, you know. So um, I say that to say, as confident as I am that ESPN has paid attention to our show, as I've had EA Sports on the show years ago, I had bigwigs at EA Sports call in to talk Madden on the show. I've had every single Madden superstar up until maybe five years ago on the show, you know, Problem and Dynasty and all of them. I've had all the tournament directors from around the country, the big shot tournament directors, Bobby Storm and A1 and NJ Rod, all these guys that if you're in the Madden community, they're just, they're just, you know, they're just, uh, they're just names. Everybody knows these guys. You know, I had, I've had battles with, um, um, God, you hate that I forgot his name. Yo mama. <laughs> Yo mama is his name, his Madden name. Jovan is his real name. And him and I had battles, you know, um, back in the day. There's so much history here. I say all that to say I'm just going to move forward and just think that at some point, somehow over the last 13, 14 years of doing this show, that John Madden knew we were here. And John Madden at least once heard us and approved. I'm just going to move because that just seems to be the kind of person that he was. And we will always move forward in his name with nothing but respect and always striving to be the best show that we can be for ourselves and for everybody out there. So on that note, we've got football coming up this week. Two weeks left. If your team is out, sorry, Train. Um, enjoy these last two weeks because um, then you got about eight months of no football. So enjoy these last two weeks. Me and JB are going to get geared up for the playoffs, but not before. We got to get this win now. We're on a roll. This ain't the time to lay an egg. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go get this win. Um, you know, we're going to root for Minnesota. I mean, we've got a shot at the number one seed. Let's go get it, man. Let's go shake the world. As Ali said, let's go shock the world. I shook up the world. Let's go do that. So, for Dr. Train, for JB, K-Star, hope job thing is, is settled and good. I hope everybody has enjoyed the show. R.I.P. John Madden. And we will be back again next week. Enjoy football. And remember what we say, all feuds are settled on the field. Take care, everybody.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.